Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at AutoArmorMS.com and on social media at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi behind Merritt Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host, who? It's Radio Strongman, Kim Wade. I am coming to you live from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, uh, It is Thursday. It's going to be an open forum. You can get some things. You know what? I'm I'm beginning. I'm thinking I'm going to be playing more and more of Tucker Carlson. This guy is, he's funny. He drives home his point with humor. And uh, and even the uh, degenerate folks on the left, and you know who you are, Democrat kids and all, uh, you cannot ignore the logic he lays out there. And I don't mean you're going to abide by it. I mean, come on, you're Democrats. But anyway. I'm going to play a clip from him. He talks about the uh, the Democrat Party uh, as it presently exists today. He said they're basically basically a bunch of seventh and eighth grade girls. The way they act, everything is drama to them. Every incident is a death uh, death match. Uh, it's just it's really good. It's a real good clip. We'll play that later on. Also, a couple things. Uh, Chalk lines Lumumba, who I think is going to go down as probably one of the most corrupt, just insincere mayors we've ever had now at this point there's no evidence uh that would link him to corruption but my spirit man tells me he's crooked as a hind dog's leg but that's fine uh be that as may now mayor, the mayor has invoked emergency powers to install uh the dickster from uh new orleans dick richards uh the dump king to uh pick up garbage in the city of jackson <laughs> mayor said that uh if he didn't do this emergency act uh, the epa may come in and uh accuse jackson of not disposing of its waste properly dude have you seen the streets of this dump <laughs> man don't... i thought that was the proper way to dispose of du- uh, trash and garbage just throw it outside man folks you guys get mad at me and i understand that's why I keep saying what I said, because it ticks a lot of you people off. And you know who you are. But Democrats can't run things. And if you really, I mean, if you want to take it to the industrial strength incompetence, get some black Democrats running stuff. Oh, my God. You talking about crap not working again. Whoo. Man, how do you do it? So the city of Jackson took the one working aspect of city services that was being delivered without complaint for the most part and decided, you know what? If it's working, then something's wrong. What we need is some black folks up in here. Well, I tell you what, write it in. You know what? And I'm thinking a lot of this trash, because, you know, it just seems like there's just been a proliferation of trash around the city. Of late, I'm wondering if the people trying to get this contract ain't been the one throwing out the garbage. Uh, you don't want those other guys. Look at the city, man. We have oh my god, we got mess. Schools broke, the city broke, and then we hear this tragic story coming out of Murrah High School yesterday. 
I'm not going to dwell on it other than make knowledge,、uh, acknowledge the fact that the young lady、uh, jumped off a bridge over there, a student, because of the trials and tribulations in her, in her life. And of course, the other tragedy of the whole situation was the fact that people were calling 911 to report the girl being on the bridge. And of course, the calls were forwarded to the mayor's phone, and he was probably at a strip club in Atlanta. We don't know that, but I'm just saying that, you know.、Uh, this city's a mess. And y'all get mad at me. Tell you what, rather than get mad, why don't you prove me wrong? Prove where black folks can run a damn city effectively, period. All right. No, and again, look, I don't have any apologies to make. You guys think it's a game. You think it's all about your ego and appearances. We're not trying to hear that crap anymore. Either stand and deliver, get off the pot. That's bottom line. We done talked all this yang about being ready for prime time. We got all the、uh, appropriate certificates and degrees and credentials and all. Then fix it, make it work. It ain't just about you getting up there and getting a good paycheck. I'm disappointed in you. You folks are just loafing around. But you'll make a demand on all, area, all other areas of society when somebody uses the N word. When someone rolls their eyeballs at you. Then you want to move heaven and earth to have somebody fired, removed, or we need to deal with this systemic racism. Why don't we deal with this, this systemic stupidity that's keep,、uh, being displayed all across the darn country? Now, a white, a white person can't say what I'm saying. I say it. You folks are loafing around. You need a boot up your backside. You want a black boot? Would that make you better? Huh? This is just crap. We got all these PhDs down there at Jackson Public Schools, and ain't none of them come up with an original idea to make this thing work. Yet they say they got a good education when they were coming up.、Uh, hello, why don't you just emulate what you received? Why don't you get those old day planners or work planners? Uh, that the teachers used back in the 60s and 70s. I'm sure there's some old teachers out there that kept their stuff and show you how to organize a day and how to bring,、uh, bring forth reading, I mean, the uh, uh, learning materials. This is some crap. Just failure every damn way you look. You got black people, you got failure. You say I'm putting black people down, fine, whatever. Go tell it. Tell it to your mama, tell it to your big mama, tell it to anybody you want to fix it. You hold a meeting about everything else but our kids, about our educational system, about our failing 911 system, about our failing infrastructure. You're sitting around waiting on more money and more money and more money. When the next million come in, when the next billion come in, we'll have enough. You don't even have a plan for the problems that the city has. If the money came in today, you don't have a workable plan other than we're going to get some minorities. I left that article in the paper, I mean, in, in my car. We, we got to have so many minorities in it. So what? And why are we going all across the country to get minorities to bid on Jackson projects? If we ain't got enough minorities here for a particular aspect of the project, then so be it. There was an article in the Northside Sun last week talking about、uh, minority contractors、uh, who had sued the city. And, and uh, Their contract was to provide the city with,、um, well, no, it was supposed to do a review and audit of the city's、uh, computer systems. 
to make sure that it was not vulnerable to a hacker cyber attack. We end up spending over a couple hundred thousand dollars, close to a couple hundred thousand dollars on this crap. Then the, then the vendor took us to court, then got another $86,000 out of us. Then at one point, the city paid the folks when the city was not satisfied, supposedly, with the work. It's just, it's just one costly error after another. And I don't think they're errors. I think we're being looted by this administration. Black on black crime coming out of City Hall. The mayor's campaign logo should be that, that guy on the dang neighborhood watch sign. The one with the cape and the hood, the mask, hand all up over his face. That look like Chokeway Laboom up in there. That you choke. This is some crap, man. I am disappointed with black leadership like you wouldn't believe. This is crap. Every time we ask for something, oh, well, you know, you, it ain't going to get no better. Oh, well, we ain't even going to address that. Just tell me one problem, Thomas. Snowball and the rest of you yahoos out there that's been solved by black Democrats. Just name one. And then this generation of black Democrats are the worst of all. There was a time when we were Negroes, we actually fixed things. We built things, things that last. Now we can't even repair the things that was built by those who were building and doing things right. The 100-year-old infrastructure of this city was built by black folks. And the stuff lasted 100 years. Now you can't even get the repair to last a week. Oh, my goodness. Boy, we need to bring back the Klan and crack some heads open. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Bring back the Klan and crack some heads open until we get some compliance and some obedience and some results. I'm tired of this Negro mess, man. This young girl walks out of school. Wasn't stopped by anybody, but she would have got stopped coming into school if she didn't have a mask on. Or they would have had all sorts of officials and authorities down there throwing their weight around. Our priorities are all messed up and we don't want to admit it. There's somebody has been placing signs out uh, on the corners of Jackson, uh, street corners of Jackson, saying black and black, if black, if black lives matter, why are we killing one another? Because we're under demonic possession, my friend. We don't want to admit, we as black people, we don't want to admit that our relationship with the Democrat Party is what's causing our problems. The Democrat Party is of demonic origin. Our leadership, political and spiritual, completely conscious. I mean, they have no conscience. They have no sense of humanity. They don't even know what the heck scripture means, obviously. Because they're in the midst of all that evil and sin emanating from that one entity, the Democrat Party, through their policies and regulations and legislation, and they can't discern it. They think it's everything else. If, if you got to ask the question, if black lives matter, why are we killing one another? I bet you would also be the one who would deny the role the Democrat Party plays in all this chaos. Because you don't want to know. And that's the problem with the black community now. We're skating around, pointing the bony finger of indignation at everybody else but ourselves because we refuse to call out these devils for who they are. 
And don't get me wrong, if you want to remain a Democrat, God bless you. The question is, why are you so hell bent on remaining a Democrat, but you won't wave the good blood stained banner of Jesus Christ within that party and become the salt in that party that's changing the flavor of that party? Well, t- just explain that to me. Oh, you want to have it both ways. Oh, okay. Our number is 601-879-0002. When we come back, we got Big Mike on the line. No, not Michelle. Mike. We'll be right back. All right, folks. We're back. And it is Thursday. With no further ado, let's go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey. Hey. How you doing, sir? Uh, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Clearly. Hey, man. Uh, as always, you're spot on, man. Look, I just got. Well, we have a pandemic of stupidity going on <laughs> in this world. We need a vaccine. <laughs> we need some. We need a shot for it, man. Yeah, we, we got a shot for it. It's just that you know you go to jail for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. Look, uh, you know, I, I was just thinking in in. in Kind of tied in what you were saying. I saw this, uh, and I don't. I try not to watch all this crap all the time. But the doctor over engineering in, in, in the city that handles all the Doctor Charles Williams, yes, Charlie. Whatever. Well, he's up on TV, right? Right. Because you have to have a PhD in anything now. Because was they getting paid right and left more degrees you got? Right. He has a, a phalanx of people behind him. You know, trying to, oh, we got to do this, this, and this, and this. You know, and, and I, it occurred to me, it's like, all right, if they actually spent the millions that were already, billions we are already getting to fix anything, if it were fixed, there would be no more money. Mm-hmm. So you can't really fix it because it's, that would leave, you know, the money would stop. Mm-hmm. Well, you and, know- and, I, and I'm like, you know, that that's it. That's government. That's the way government works. And, um... So, so you know, he's like, "Oh yeah, we we have to have we, we got to do this and this and this." And I was like, "All right, well, if you did fix it, you know, like I said, the the money flow they wouldn't have any money to keep all the grants and the mm-hmm. and the the billions coming from the Build Back Better or whatever it is." Mm-hmm. And that was just my thought. I was like, oh, "Okay, they can't fix it, right?" I mean, they probably could, but they can't. Cause it's all about the money. It's all. It's all. It's like a dope dealer. You know, the money is in the comeback. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna give you those first free hits of the cocaine to get you addicted. Once you get addicted, you got to pay. The money's in the comeback. It ain't in the solution. You know, and that's the part of life. the The problem that you see, the problem that society. There's no incentive to fix it. Is what I'm saying. Huh? There's no incentive to fix it. That's right. Because there's money in in basically. Being treated for the problem, or are they working on the problem? You know, right. this is why when they talk about those old uh, 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 evil white men and uh, of the founding fathers and of the city fathers and stuff, I say, well, at least at the end of the day, you could go put your hand on the crap they were working on. <laughs> you can't do it when sock when uh, not sock, but when a chalk line gets done. All you're gonna get at best is a t-shirt with a logo on it. They somebody spotted him on the plane. Uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, he was on the plane going to Atlanta, and he had on a, a mask that says uh, "Poverty Warrior" on it. <laughs> boy, this boy, I'm telling you, he must tame wild animals on the side. I mean, he's the one creating all the dang poverty. 
it is on, man. It is just on, dude. And you know, they talk about the infrastructure. The infrastructure is in place to get all the money. All these nonprofits, and I think I've talked to you before about, you know, I hate to say it, but uh, uh, churches, uh, you know, that's those are 501c3s. Mm-hmm. They have all this in place to spend all this money to promote this, this, and this. But nothing's getting done on the ground as far as uh, holes being dug and pipes being laid and and crap actually getting fixed. But anyway, man, that's that was my point. I I, I agree with you, and you're just you're spot on. Please keep up the good work and and get, keep this out in the public, man. We will, brother. Appreciate it. You know, yes, sir. You. I say these things that you hear me say, like my opening monologue. Here's the thing. There are blacks out there who hear that and say, oh, he's just saying that for white people. Bro, you see this crap is broken. Why can't you for once stand for that which is the right thing to do? Just for giggles and grins. But you are so afraid, if I do that, I'm going to empower the, uh, uh, the white races, the, uh, 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 what do they call them? White supremacists and all this. Uh, man, dude, you Negroes can't run crap. Okay? The only time we're going to come together is that parchment. Single file. Nut the butt. Keep walking. Man, ain't nobody got time for this foolishness. We need some tough love. Everybody who's, for the most part, who's assuming positions of power are in there to feather their own nest, black and white. But it's more disappointing from the black so-called politicians because we, I mean, we all in the mud over here. Benny left Bolton when he was a young man. I'm going down to Jackson. I'm going to make Bolton better. Went to Jackson. Didn't do anything but leather, uh, uh, feather his nest. Went to D.C., the same thing. My whole thing is, brother, at least tell folks, I ain't got nothing for you, dog. And so people can go on and quit milling around your door uh, with their hands stuck out, waiting for something to fall into it. This stuff is not, it ain't hard to fix. We're just too selfish. As, as I said, the solution has been the same solution since time immemorial. You make the decisions that you make in life based on what's best for the next generation for your kid, for your kids or the next generation. And if you make decisions based on it, then you know what? You know, you know where that simple formula emanated from? Emanated from? Emanated, I'm sorry. From parents. Raising kids, particularly mothers. That's why when times got hard back in the day, and you everybody ended up over at Big Mama's house because the husband or wife or the family or the parents that you had had, had some mishaps and the bottom fell out of their existence and they had a, a crowd source at <laughs> Big Mama's house. And all she did was pour some more water in the soup and gave out more bowls. And made things work. And when you needed something, she go back in the room, get that little that purse. Sometimes I still got the one my mama had, the purse uh, that was made out of a sock, had a little clasp at it. I still got my mama. Had them coins in there. We ain't even got. If Lord have mercy, folks, this is not necessary. What we're doing, as I was saying the other day about the. All these black preachers who were dropping salt on Donald Trump. And now we see that the man was set up like black folks were set up 
And I want to remind black folks what was done to Donald Trump, the way he was vilified, the way he's, he's being tracked and treed, cornered, trying to be incarcerated. That's what, that's what white Democrats did to us. So while you rejoice over his fate, remember, Donald Trump, we were once Donald Trump. And you were all giggles and grins over Donald Trump. And what Kim Wade is saying is why can't we just stop and start right here doing the right thing? You ain't interested in trying to rectify the past. These Negroes getting to set aside money from the city, they ain't rectifying the past. They ain't sharing it with nobody. Those Negroes who got all that, one, I think two brothers got about $20 million apiece. Do you see any investment from those Negroes in the city of Jackson? Do you? Where is it? But they always talk that black talk, black talk, black talk. I don't, I remember seeing the Stuart Irby scholarship funds. I don't remember seeing the Socrates Gare scholarship front, the Leroy Walker. Now, I ain't saying there ain't none, but they ain't bragging about that. And I damn sure ain't heard no Benny Thompson t- uh, scholarship fund. The truth of the matter is, my plan and my suggestion that if society, Christian patriots and rednecks, but particularly my Caucasian friends, if you would just fold your arms and button up your purse, we could, we could, could collapse the Democrat Party within a year's time. Because these black so-called leaders, set-aside Negroes and assortments of criminals and crooks ain't going to share. The evidence is they ain't sharing now. And remember, don't y'all ever forget what I'm telling you. These Negroes didn't care whether or not you had a bottle of water. They didn't care. They were too busy running the scheme and the scam. Your best out is to work with those people who want to work with you. You got white folks out there who just want to keep the wheels on this economic wagon for everybody's benefit, and particularly their own. And you don't want to work with them. You want to work with chalk lines, mayor of Tombstone, the man who continues to rip the city of Jackson off with his callous indifference to what's right. A man who seems to convert with uh, strip club owners and, and, and club owners and everybody but the hardworking citizens of Jackson. But he's black. He's a poverty warrior. Folks, we can't stand no more friends like this. We need to break this crap up at the door. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Thursday. Hey, just want to remind you, when you think of uh, choke, uh, excuse me, Chalk Lines Lumumba, the mayor of Tombstone, just think of that guy on the neighborhood watch sign. When you see that guy on the neighborhood watch sign at the corner on those uh, telephone poles, that's 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 the mayor. That's him with the cape, the black hat, hand up, over, you know, with the arm up over his face so you can't see it. That's him engaged in all sorts of uh, activities that's making the city of Jackson worse. But you know what? You got to give him credit. At least he's got on black. He keeping it real. 100. Let's go to Michael. Hey, Mike. Yes, sir. What's going on? You're on the air. All right, Donnell. So now you 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 don't have a problem discussing what the brothers do when they're stealing money. But white folks steal money too, bro. You're uh, not new. Give me an example, sir. Matt, Donald Trump. 
Hey, 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 wait a minute now. Don't, don't, don't mention that name along with、uh, stealing. Not Donald Trump. Donald Trump and stealing. Stealing what? Now, if you make your business look good, you know what I'm saying? Come on. That, what did he steal? Make like what did Donald Trump steal? Huh? What did he steal? He stole everything, man. He stole our hearts. He was lying. <laughs> he stole your heart? He is the most honest president we ever had, sir. He's what now? He's the most honest president we ever had. Oh, oh, oh you're joking, right? And、okay, he is the、joking. first black president, as a matter of fact. You're joking. See, now, I listen to the show. I think that. See, I'm even handed, brother. The, 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 the whole, you're not giving the whole picture. Yes, I am. See, yes, I am. I'm even handed, brother. Saying, you're saying that. That the black politicians are stealing. Okay, that's fine. No, 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 wait a minute, Mike. But we got to steal it. They were stealing first. So, what, Mike, now wait a minute. Now, you know, you'd have got smacked across your mouth if you had said that same thing to your parents. Well, everybody else is stealing. Everybody, what, what would your mom and dad have done to you if you said that to them? That everybody else was stealing? Well, well, well now listen. I, I agree with you on that point.、Uh, now, but, but so, why would is, you, so why would you think it's okay? This, and all you're discussing is the Negroes saying we're, not do, we're doing wrong, but Mike, you're not talking about the other politicians. I'm not, the, I'm, the and I'm not, listen. That's all I'm talking about. What about the Caucasian politicians that you're not talking about?、Huh. They've been still for a long time. Mike, Mike, now wait a minute. If you were listening attentively, You would have heard me say that at least when white folks were stealing, for instance, when they built the reservoir out there. There was a whole lot of deals. A whole lot of people made a lot of money off that transaction. Okay? That's correct. All right. But at the end of the day, you can go put your hand on the reservoir. Now, we done paid almost $180 million for some water meters, and this stuff still ain't working. Okay, now listen. I, I don't disagree with that. You have you a can't. valid point. Okay, you have a valid point. Now, I have one question for you then. Yes, sir. What about the wall that was told us was going to be built by. Mexico, that was a complete lie. You didn't address that. Oh, I have. That was a lie, right? No, was that a lie? Or not? Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Pump your brakes. First of all, I don't want me. Was that a lie or not, my friend? It was, not, it was not a lie. It wasn't a lie? Did Mexico pay for the wall or did we pay for the wall? No, first of all, sir, here's how this, this is how this works, okay? You put the wall up, and then when people come through, they got to pay to come through. It ain't no different than building a road. Ain't no building,、uh, different than building、uh, okay, a toll road. Okay, okay. well, that, that's not what was told to us. No, no.、Like、no, no. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Mexico is going to pay for the wall. Wait a minute.、Period. Wait a minute. Now, see, that's what happens with you, brother. See, you, you want to say the next one. No, hold on. Well, first of all. You don't ever talk about the white folks. No, wait a minute. I don't understand how you do that. No, no. How you get on the phone and talk about all black folks, and you black, but you don't talk about no white people stealing? Uh-huh. How you、uh-huh. do that, bro? I just, I'm trying to. How you do that, man? If you, I, I, you know what? See, I listen to your radio because I'm a truck driver. I come through all the time. But you know what? Sometimes you get on some kick where you don't say nothing about white folks. It's like you don't like black people. Uh, I don't like ends. Don't like I don't、people. like those ends. I'm gonna tell you that now. And I love black folks, but those ends. Now, now, see, you know what? You know, today, today, I, I, I know. I listen to you all the time. So today, I googled you, and I said, now this, this brother here, he sounds intelligent. So when I, when I look、Sounds、at you,、good. I think it's a light skinned brother, like me. But, 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 we, but hey, brother, we light skinned brothers that stick together. You, you downgrade black folks on the radio. Ain't nobody being down. down no, do no. That. Hold up, hold up. Hey, Michael, listen to it. Listen, listen, you listen. downgrade us, bro. You talk about Negroes like we garbage. You, know, you don't give us no respect, no, bro. No, actually. Now, and I think it's so unfair. No, no, we don't deal with the fair here, but in October. Listen, here's the thing. No, it's not right what you're saying. You see, it you, is you're right, Mike. Like you like Mike. Us, like you're a part of us. You're talking about us like you're against us. No, well, I'm against the crap that you're doing. 
Y'all need to straighten up. Bring back the clan, and we'll, we'll, hey, listen, listen. we'll fix it up. For, if you're for people doing right, you should be for people doing right across the board. Black or white. But you Democrat didn't, or Republican. But, but you got to disassemble the Democratic Party. No, 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 no. We don't do that. That's un-American. No, yes, we're, yes. Look, look, Mike, I tell you what, what I'm going to have to do is wait for you to hang up, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your questions. Okay, listen, Okay, listen, here's the thing. First of all, you said that white folks were stealing too, like that gives us the right, or that we should be stealing, period. Why can't we just do what's right? Are we not capable of doing what's right? Hello? Okay, he's going to listen. All right, are we not capable of doing what's right? And let's get Robert in. But I will get back to Michael because here's the thing. The bottom line is I'm not going to wait till everybody stops stealing before I ask black people to stop stealing. It would be a different thing if these Negroes weren't going out in the name of blackness that I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. If they just say, look, dog, I'm going to I'm going down to the Capitol and I'm trying to get paid. I'm going to get rich. If you if you were straight up and honest with me like that, that's fine. But you got black folks, the most trusting group of people on the planet. They trust their black leadership implicitly. In fact, black people seem to be the only demographic group that has this incessant need to be led by somebody else rather than picking up the word of God and saying, oh, my personal relationship with Christ, I can lead myself. But no, we got to have a a, a pope, if you will. Man, boo-boo on that. These Negroes are loafing, incompetent, and criminal in mind. I'm not putting up with it, Mike. Like I said, if I got to join the Klan to run these Negroes up off the land, I'll do it. And I won't even wear a hood. I'll have Klan on the back of my shirt. Kim Klan. Kim Klan. KKKK Kim. Let's go to Robert. Hey, man. Hey. What's up? So what's going on with this dividing Ukraine now? Uh, is he going to take us to war with these people, or what's he planning on doing? Well, well, I keep tanking my stocks like he is. <laughs> it just depends on what uh, John Durham does, man. <laughs> I think I'd have thought as much <laughs> to the strike from the Durham report, which the media is doing everything in their power to, to keep us on Ukraine and ignore that story. Mm-hmm. Well. And it's, like, it's not even a two-tier system anymore. It's like it's just a rules for us and none for them. Mm-hmm. Well, again, folks, these people are working a, a, a game, a scam, or something. Uh, I think this one over here. Give me a little something. There we go. Oh, it's not. It's not as crisp. There we go. That's it over there. All right. Uh, look, these people are trying to maintain power. If they got to kill off a hundred thousand American soldiers to do it, if they got to do uh, Afghanistan in in a condensed form in a year's time and kill off American soldiers, dude, that's what they'll do. Nobody's important to them but them. Don't ask these people to do what's right. Just like with Michael. My, Michael's not interested in doing right. He just wants the foolishness of black folks to be covered up and not exposed on the air. Though we can see the streets ain't working. The infrastructure, the, nothing's working. But Mike don't care about that. Just don't mention it out loud. Dude, we're living it out loud. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I know it should drive me crazy, too. Like, number one, uh, uh, what other black people do don't imply to me. And so I'm sorry, I don't see myself as a group, a black, a member of the black group. Uh, so if I call, I call a spade a spade. If I think something wrong is wrong, and I don't care the color of the skin of people who I'm calling wrong. Well, so well, I mean, 
all Michael is saying is that black people are, are, seems to be incapable of doing things right, that we're going to lead towards doing things wrong, and the evidence is everywhere. And Mike knows that. He just don't want me saying it out loud. And I'm saying, dude, I actually believe we're better. And I know we're better than this class of leadership we have right now. That's for sure. And the country is, too. And like you said, at least you could point to things that, that these so-called racist founding fathers did. Mm. <laughs> Man, they, they built us, gave us the greatest nation in the history of the world. What well, all these people are doing is just tearing it down. Just tearing, tearing it down. down everything and taking away freedom. Right. The same people who want to lecture us about uh, climate change and the planet being destroyed. Look at the neighborhoods where their ideas hold sway. All exactly. these stout-hearted Democrats who support climate change and everything else, look at the areas that they control. Nothing but crap holes. Heck, I'd rather deal with the ozone than dealing with all this trash on the ground. Heck, I just take shorter breath. And the same thing with the, uh, you know, with the brown skin people moving to the country where mm. the where the so-called racist white people are. Right. The, the, the migration is not from the southern states to the northern states. That ain't much of where the migration is taking place right now. That's the right. great migration is their people are leaving the northern states, San Francisco, California, New York, and they're moving to the southern states with all the racist white people. It's amazing how you always want to claim how racist they are, but you keep wanting to move to them with them. You, you, you know why, don't you? Because these Negroes like having those lights on, boy. They love having all those amenities. <laughs> they like crying on soft leather seats of their uh, uh, high-end automobiles, screaming racism all the way to the bank. Man, please, that's what I'm saying, folks. Let's shut them down. Let's break it. Look, the, Demo- the black Democrats are giving the uh, Democrat Party, the juice they need to do all this terrorism on this country and on the world. So all we do is just quit supporting black Democrats with our financials in terms of uh, all these uh, uh, social programs that are underwritten by basically good hearted people, black and white. Just button your purse and let these people well, change their attitude. Corporations too. Yeah. Well, stop supporting these mega corporations as much as we can too. That's right. Maybe I'm trying to direct more, a lot more of my money to the small mom and pop store. I had to pay a little more, but at least, hey, you, you're not openly destroying to, to destroy the country in front of me while you keep demonstrating to me how much you don't like me. That's right. That's right. And this is what I'm saying. It seems like the the worst things are for America, the more people like Michael and, and Thomas and Snowball and all the rest, the more they cheer. And I'm saying, dude, with all due respect, I happen to like it here. So I'm going to vote my interest. My interest is getting rid of you. Since you're the sore head and you're joining forces with those people who don't like us, oh, I have a problem with you. Yeah. It ain't no secret. And, and, and to Michael out there, look, I don't care what you say. Black folks can't get the job done. We got, we got plenty of Petri dishes all around the country. I ain't heard not one black mayor said, I'm going to make this city work. I'm going to show them how it's done. Ain't nobody say that. Hey, you remember... You remember back when, when Trump was running for president, how everybody was so afraid he's going to get us into a war because he's going to say something stupid and get us into a war. Who's not? We've had four years of Trump. We went anywhere near war. Got out of We've had less than two years of Biden, and here he is trying to uh, start Trump with, you with, with Russia. Right. A war, a war that he's not going to win. Uh, the European nations are not going to be with him. Biden's going to be out there on Front Street. That's what's going to happen. Because, listen— the people who supported us in Afghanistan joined with us in the war on terror in Iraq and Afghanistan. When America pulled up out of there, they didn't even tell the allies we going. Really? really? <laughs> the allies had to come up with their own exit plan, go get their folks out best best they could. Man, ain't nobody going to war with you no more. No. 
<laughs> no, we can't, we can't, he's told he can't be trusted. Right. He's told we can't be trusted. And we don't want to halfway fight the war anyway to win it. There's right. no point in us going to fight war with anybody anymore. Right. You know, you know pulling America pulling back and uh, not being the the, uh, the superpower that runs everything. Hey, that ain't too bad of, of a deal for us. Maybe we start saving all this money, too, and don't be spending that all over the place. the industrial, military, industrial complex. Well, let us start spending our money. Yep. Well, but hey, again... We just got a mess, man. That's what I'm saying. I don't care what you, folks, you do not want Democrats ruling over you, and you don't want black Democrats ruling over you, because they don't care. You got and the evidence of what I'm saying. Look at the schools. These are our kids. Black folks are leaving the schools that black folks sought to take over. Okay? There's a message in there for a believer. All right? All this indifference and criminality is catching up with us. Man. And like you, your previous caller said before, too. Uh, uh, that again, all this is by design to drain us of our of our money. Like, there's never a solution to the, to any problems that the Democrats or the media pushes up. That's there's right. never a solution to it. You yes. have a, just a perpetual problem forever, and you so they can profit off the existence of the problem. They don't want solution. The problem is the Democrat Party. If the state of Mississippi wasn't ate up with Democrats, the state of Mississippi would be one of the most nicest states to live in. Anywhere in the country. But because we got all these boat anchors hanging off the side of the boat, we can't move. Let's take a quick break. Rob, appreciate you. All right, man. All right, folks, I want to remind you, our good friends over at Metal Builder Supply and Pearl stands at the ready to help you with quality commercial and residential metal roofing. It's been pre-engineered steel buildings, if that's what you need. Many storage facilities. Folks, they have every component that you need to make that happen with old-time service and competitive prices. Check them out today. They're located at 632 North Biederman Road in Pearl, Mississippi. The number over there is 932-0202. That's MetalBuildersupply.com. That's MetalBuildersupply.com. Make your friends for life because whenever you need a pre-engineered steel building, they're your huckleberries. Again, metalbuildersupply.com. All right, let's get back to Michael. Michael is ashamed of the fact that we're doing bad as a race because of our leadership, and uh, he wants to uh, cover it all up. Go ahead, Mike. All right. So, so now, listen. Yeah. Now, it's not that I want to cover it up. That's, never, that's not what I said. So you took what I said and turned it around. I didn't say that. Well, that's what, what you meant. What I'm saying is, all you have to do is look at the example that was given to us from them, and they were doing it. I'm not saying it's right. Yes, you are. And why don't you discuss that? I, I have discussed why don't you it, talk Mike. About that? Mike. I'm Mike. not talking about what they made. I'm talking about they were stealing way before we came over here. Now, that's one subject. That's one subject. Go ahead. Now, the other part I want you to get to is this with you. Listen, brother. We're brothers. Stop saying do away with the black Democrats. That's not like you're a racist, and I know you're not. Democrats! Yeah, down with black Democrats! They're ruining our society. Uh-huh. I'm going to be calling you regular because I like talking to you. All right, call me back in a few minutes. We'll be right back.
premier automotive detailing and ceramic coating shop. Auto Armor exclusively uses System X ceramics, and we're also an authorized installer of System X products. System X ceramics comes with a lifetime guarantee and goes onto your vehicle's Carfax report to potentially add increased resale value to your vehicle when you trade it in or sell it. Take advantage of our grand opening specials right now. We're offering System X ceramic coatings starting as low as $4.99 for cars and only $7.49 for trucks and large SUVs. We also offer headlight restoration, rim polishing, and paint correction. We're located right behind Merritt Health Hospital in Flowood at 4394 Mangum Drive. And of course, we're online at AutoArmorMS.com and on Facebook and Instagram at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Enjoy the rest of this podcast and we hope to see you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. And this is your host. It's Radio Strongman. Coming to you live from WYAB 103.9 FM. Folks, also to remind you, our good friend John Dorsa. John stands at the ready to help you with your homeowners, renters, or auto insurance. I encourage you to give him a call at 601 790 2600 and uh, he will get you a quote on uh, renters homeowners auto insurance there he's a good man he's been in the business since 1986 and he is my agent and i commend him to you highly john dorsa all right folks uh to thomas look thomas i'm not gonna be dissuaded i'm gonna tell you the reason why thomas i told my listeners and if you were coming through at the time you may have heard this no more Mr. Nice Guy in 2022. We're watching this country go down the tubes all because we're supposed to uh, uh, cater to some trifling, just ungrateful people who never happy. Matter of fact, I'm going to play this clip by Tucker Carlson. He's going to go into a lot of this, and it's coming from you Democrats. This is why when I, when I saw that sign today about if black lives matter, why are we killing one another? No, the question is, why are we constantly trying to shield and cover up the influence the Democrat Party and their policies having on our community and on our people? I've said a long time ago, if you raise your child as a Democrat, that child going to jail. That child has about a 110 percent chance of going to jail in his lifetime if his both parents are Democrats. And that's with a 10 percent margin of error. Kim, there you go. Hoss. Do you see Republicans going to the prisons and jails trying to recruit voters? Do you? Have you ever heard of a Republican Party going down to the jails trying to recruit voters? See, that's another example of what I'm saying. You keep trying to cover up all this stuff in your mind so you won't have to deal with the fact that you're a buster. You're getting played. You want to cover up you want to take down all these Confederate statues and all these memorials and everything else because of their racist past, but they were all damn Democrats. You, didn't, you ain't got no problem with that. Now, you, tell, you explain to me in your mind, how do you reconcile that? Man, ain't nobody got time to keep fooling with you, you people. And it's like this all across the board. We good Christian patriots and rednecks, we're putting up with too much crap from you people. Not just you Democrat heads. But all you whiny groups that represent the coalitions that make up the Democrat Party. Pound sand. We don't like what you're about. We've done everything we could to try to 
let you have your day in the sun and let you try out your wacky ideals. And everything you do gets worse. And rather than you admitting that you've done something wrong, you move on to the next project to destroy something else. Man, boo boo on that. I'm f- Look, if you guys want to fight, dude, we can do that too. We can knuckle up or we can pace off. What do you want? The status quo ain't going to stand, bro. These black Democrats are some selfish SOBs who won't even look out for the kids. We don't even begrudge them these high paying salaries they're making as. Uh, uh, in, in the educational establishment. So just do your job. Deliver a product that the marketplace wants. You can't even go to a stop and go without seeing some Joe Biden supporters sitting on top of the old vacuum pumps that used to work, standing out there like soldiers, like they uh, uh, whacking hut or something, guarding the place. If the store opened up at 6 o'clock, they down there at 6 o'clock in the morning waiting for it to open up. Get that same Democrat here a job to be there at six o'clock in the morning. Oh man, my alarm clock wasn't working. I can't got, I ain't got a ride. I'm sick of this. We're putting up with too much foolishness, man. It's time to man up. Brother, play that clip from Tucker Carlson for me. And this is- Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Happy Wednesday. Parenthood is awesome, but you learn a lot. If you ever had kids in middle school, you know what sustained emotional drama looks like. Everything's fairly placid up until about seventh grade, and then the four horsemen of the adolescent apocalypse arrive. Hormones, homework, dating, and acne, and things get very volatile very fast. The main symptom of this period of childhood development, apart from door slamming, is wild overstatement. No longer is anything okay or not very good, no. Even the mildest inconvenience is transformed into a horrifying world-ending disaster. The Titanic meets Vesuvius plus Y2K. Four minutes late for school is the single worst day of my life ever. Waking up before nine is like death. A pop quiz in math class? That's the emotional equivalent of ethnic cleansing in Bosnia, except much more upsetting. It's pretty intense. Thankfully, most kids get over middle school. Those who don't tend to leave home and not come back. They become interpretive dance majors at small liberal arts colleges, or they run for Congress. Ever wonder why America's traditional party of the unionized working man suddenly sounds like a van full of eighth grade girls on the way to prom, all breathy and on the verge of tears? Well, it's simple, because at this point, that's pretty much exactly what the Democratic Party is. You really notice it in the way they speak. For Democrats, there are no more small problems. No challenge is minor. Every speed bump is a full-blown catastrophe. Every disagreement, total war. Losing an election? They can't even talk about it. Close your eyes and try to picture the scariest threat you can imagine. The prowler at the door. The monster under the bed. An IRS audit. Now multiply that scene by a million sweat-covered nightmares, and you are just beginning to approach the level of terror the Democrats feel when they think about giving up power. It's not just a bad outcome. It's the end of democracy. Watch. Is the end of our democracy in sight? And I believe that the election of Joe Biden essentially paused our descent uh, in, into just the complete upending of our, of our democracy, but we are not out of it. So Donald Trump's comeback, it's the end of our democracy. We might see the end of democracy in the, in the coming years. So you're saying it's still possible we could lose our democracy here in the United States? 
Without a doubt. If Americans lose faith in the veracity and honor of our elections, it's the beginning of end of our democracy. I think that could be the end of our democracy, not to be too you know, pointed about it, but I want people to understand. Hillary Clinton said a couple of weeks ago that if he runs and wins, that could be the end of our democracy. Do you share that fear? I do. Well, I don't want to be overly alarmist, but I think we should be alarmed because potentially this could be the end of American democracy. I, I never thought I'd be saying something like that. It could be the end of American democracy. I never thought I'd be saying something like that, says Max Boot. Well, that makes two of us. We always knew that Max Boot loved to kill brown people in impoverished villages in faraway countries, or precisely to send other people's kids to do it for him. But we had no idea that Max Boot was in the middle of a full-blown emotional breakdown. He must be, because how else do you explain a reaction like that? For a well-adjusted normal person, unwanted election outcomes are part of life. Voters don't always do what you want them to do. It is frustrating, but that's how it works. In fact, when voters reject you, you get a chance to assess your own behavior. Chances are there is a reason that people didn't want you in power, and you now have time to think about what that reason might be. That's a healthy process. So when you lose, it is hardly proof that the system is broken. In fact, it's usually evidence that things are working exactly as intended. But people like Max Boot and Liz Cheney do not see it that way. They are too fragile to face their own unpopularity. To people like that, the prospect of rejection by voters, of losing control of the country, means literally, literally, literally the end of democracy itself. Imagine feeling that way. If you really believe that your election loss meant the end of America and the beginning of a thousand years of darkness, you might have trouble keeping perspective on politics. Every election would feel like climate change, the most profound existential crisis in the history of the world. And if your side ever lost an election, whoa, how do you describe a disaster that existentially existential? Honestly, words would fail you. You'd have only animal sounds. Donald J. Trump is now president of the United States. President of for the first time ever anywhere the 45th president of the United States of America. No! Yes, Democrats, someone you didn't vote for won the presidential election. You know, if you're not a Democrat, it's pretty hard to imagine the pain of a moment like that. For Democrats, it was like being boiled alive in a giant mug of the world's hottest latte, but without the soothing foam. Four years of wrenching agony. The whole experience hurt so much that Democrats inevitably came to the obvious conclusion. Going forward, no voter, alive or dead, citizen or illegal, should ever again be asked to show voter ID at the polls. It was a simple, elegant solution that no sensible person could disagree with. Unfortunately, not everyone is sensible. Many people are like Hitler, so they oppose voter fraud. Democrats wasted no time in becoming hysterical about this. Watch. Tonight's lead, Jim Crow 2.0. It is the most pernicious thing. This makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. Are remnants of Jim Crow, I shouldn't even say remnants, revivals, an attempted revival at Jim Crow. A Jim Crow KKK-like caucus. 
their strategy right now is to pass a bunch of racist voting laws, effectively a new Jim Crow in the South. And allow Republicans all across the country to implement Jim Crow 2.0. Jim Crow 2.0, this is Jim, Jane Crow, this is Sally and, and every other crow that we can imagine. It's voter suppression. It's the new Jim Crow. That's right. Showing photo ID to vote, says Mr. Eric Michael Dyson, who not only teaches at a college, but has three names. That is both Jim Crow and Jane Crow. And for that matter, very much like their little known love child, Josephus Crow, who's even more racist than his parents are. That's how immoral voter ID is. So stop it right now, says Eric Michael Dyson. It's the end of democracy. At this point, a lot of things are the end of democracy, including we are here to tell you not wearing a mask in an elevator. Yes, that's the end of democracy, too. So says the latest bulletin from, and we want to be clear here, that we're not accusing anyone of hysteria, just reporting the news, from this sitting Democratic congresswoman, who in point of fact rarely sits, but instead leaps around pointing her finger at people and accusing them of things. In any case, here she is explaining the latest threats of democracy. This has happened to me where you get on an elevator and people refuse to wear a mask. And your choices are to either get off the elevator or to get on the elevator and to tell them to wear a mask. That that should not be a problem in the United States Congress. And uh, I really believe that our colleagues who refuse to even adhere to the basic norms of civility are undermining our democracy. And of course, we're seeing it in all kinds of even more serious ways, like the January 6th insurrection. <laughs> so those are your choices with an insurrectionist gets on the elevator without a mask. Of course, the other choice is to seek immediate psychiatric care and behave like an adult. That has not occurred to them because democracy is at stake. It turns out you can destroy our ancient democracy just by forgetting to wear your mask in an elevator. Think about that for a moment, Mr. and Mrs. America. Our democracy is that brittle. One act of carelessness and it could shatter into a million pieces like a priceless vase. It's enough to keep you up at night. Adam Kinziger has not slept since he realized that. The thought that some oaf might trip on a carpet edge and drop democracy onto a hardwood floor, literally, literally, (laughs) makes Adam Kinziger cry. That's how sensitive he is. Watch. I never expected a day to be quite as emotional for me as it has been. You know, you talk about the impact of that day. But you guys won. (laughs) You guys help. You know, democracies are not defined by our bad days. We're defined by how we come back from bad bad days. (laughs) Yes, another seventh grade girl representing you in Congress, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Adam Kinzinger. You got to wonder if we would all be much better off if Adam Kinzinger had just stuck to interpretive dance. Too late now. I'm Steve Ducey. I'm Brian Kilmeade. And I'm... All right, you heard, folks. <laughs> These people can pound sand. Everybody's studying this. We got to sit up and watch our lives, our, everything we hold of value be destroyed because these people don't want to grow up. I tell you what, they don't have to grow up. They just got to feed themselves. Folks, fold your arms, button your purse. You can, we can end this stuff today. As I told you before, black Democrats are the tent pole of the Democrat Party's operation to destroy humanity. And I say that when Michael gets upset with me, but Mike, you go to the polls, you ain't thought things through. You go to the polls angry, emotional, 
you go to the polls and not have negotiated with the people you're supporting to receive anything that's going to、uh, help you eliminate the problems that you complain about ad nauseum to everybody else about and demanding everybody else need to have uh, uh, we. We need to have a talk on race. We need to have a talk on the、uh, school to prison pipe. Man, we, we're not talking about anything. Get your crap together. The problem is you. The problem is the people that you associate with and the people that you let lead you around. You get mad at what people tell you to be mad at. You don't get mad at things you should be mad at, like that young lady jumping off the bridge over there at Murrah High School, about those kids graduating in the city of Baltimore with a kindergarten reading level and yet. Went through 12 years of school. But black people ain't mad about that. No, you're just looking for some reason to blame white folks. White folks tell black folks to go pound sand. And you know what will happen? After we get done being mad and poking our lips out, looking like we're smuggling moon pies, you know what's going to happen? We're going to go get our crap together. Let's take a break. Oh, all right. And, folks, what, what I'm trying to do here from my perch, s- somebody's got to stem the,、uh, stem the tide. There's some things that need to be done, things that need to be said. The heck with sensitivity. These people aren't concerned about anybody else. Particularly,、uh, Thomas gets mad. I mean,、uh, Mike's getting、uh, concerned, if you will, about me dropping salt on the black Democrats. My whole thing is they're not concerned. They ain't stop what they're doing. And they're doing this nationwide. And the fact that we're doing it to our own kids, dude, there's a problem here. So you want to hide behind the fact that you don't want white folks to know. I remember Bill Crosby when blacks first started getting on TV and everything. He said, now the whole world knows that black folks have bad breath and need to wear deodorant like everybody else. Well, brother, this is the reality of it. You don't want to grow up? See, you're part of that generation that the dollars fell on. You don't want to change anything. You like the economy of crying, complaining, and criticism that has evolved、uh, from the so called civil rights movement. You like that. But these young kids' issues are not our issues, and our issues are not theirs. And yet we're trying to put our blinders on them so they'll walk around with a chip on their shoulders. That's why you got all these young lawyers and、uh, young prosecutors w- doing what they're doing. Because they don't have any context that what they're doing are the same racist tactics that white Democrats did to black folks back in the day. What the media did to Donald Trump is the same thing the media did to black people, vilified us all up and down the world in every column that they wrote. Until now, we sit back and wonder well, why does the world hate us? It's because of what. The white Democrats and their news media friends did to us. And now you're going to come back and use that same playbook on somebody else. I'm just of a different mindset. I would like to, to get, like Dr. King said, let's get this behind us. And to the whites out there, let me just say this here. If the Holy Spirit tells you to work with somebody, black, white, or sky blue, green, this goes for anybody, then do it. Don't listen to me. But just as、uh, in, in general, from a political standpoint, Kowtowing to these angry Negroes, these empty barrels with nothing in their head? No. No, because these people aren't genuine. Chokeways proved that he's not genuine. 
This man is, a, he's out there. The, what, what he's engaged in is a dashing grab. He's breaking the plate glass windows of our community and stealing everything he can through his policies that does nothing but make us worse. I'm not putting up with this crap. You're talk, you talking to me like I don't have portfolio to say this. I don't have standing. Man, who the hell are y'all? Oh, bro, you don't know nothing about me, man. I, listen, I'm going to stand out wherever I am. I don't make a difference. I learned that about me alone. It don't make a difference. I'm going to stand out. Not because I'm trying to stand out. Because, Wait a minute. Hell, I can drive this car over the cliff if, that's what, if that was the game plan. But my desire is not to go over the cliff. So give me the wheel. Y'all sit back there and let people drive you all over humanity. And think it's not, oh, well, no, I can't say anything because I ain't nobody. I am somebody. I'm me. Like I told you, I don't like weak men. I don't. I don't owe any. I don't owe anything to choke uh, chalk lines Lumumba. All I'm asking for is good government. And I'm telling. I'm you be telling me I can't have it. All I can have is black government. Screw that. Bring in white boy Bob and and Karen. Let's go to the callers. Caller, you on the air? Hello. Hey. Hey, Cam. How you doing today, man? What's up, buddy? Hey. And one of the problems that the Democratic Party has, our leaders, is like the young black lady that's in New York, the DA. Yeah. Now she's in the run of her career chasing after Donald J. Trump. They just mentioned in the news mm-hmm. that she found some irregularity in some of his business transactions. Out of the millions and millions of dollars that they did in the investigation, you're going to try to find something. So they're trying to put that in the news now to hide what's going on with, with Ukraine and Russia. Right. I said, I don't know why people like her that have an opportunity to do something for blacks in the community, but you're doing the Democratic Party bidding, like most of them. They don't do anything to help us. She ain't got no business trying to go out and prosecute Donald So I'm sure there's other things she can do that can benefit the black community. Well, she's going to spend her time doing this and just going to ruin her career. And that's the same thing Benny's doing at the January 6th commission. You know, here's the thing about that thing up in New York. Now, remember, they spied on Trump. They, yeah. And they were monitoring his computers. They done looked at everything this man has, period, all his documents. And even when they were spying on him, thinking they got him uh, 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 slipping, they ain't found nothing. Whether they want to accept it or not, what, whether they want to accept it or not, this man has been an honest man in his business practices. And they don't want to accept it. Because, look, look, me and you would have went down a long time ago. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, we went down on a uh, little simple charges. A little simple charge. <laughs> they ain't even got that on Donald Trump. And yet, <coughs> this sister, what she did today, what she's saying today is, we have justifications to get the deposition. And the deposition is to get him in there. Well, you said this. You said it happened at 6 o'clock, and it happened at uh, 7 o'clock. You lied. That's what they're trying to get him on a process crime. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get him in there. I think he's going to get out of that due to the... Uh his former what's called, but they, they've been at him for years. So somebody got to be on his side because they had been they hadn't been yet been able to trap him in anything. Well, when they thought they had a sure win, they lost. So I don't understand why the black people would allow you to waste your time working on the behalf of the Democratic Party, which ain't going to benefit the black people at all. Just like the guy called in fussing about some of the things that you were saying. My problem and where I live at and where I got property and trying to do business is black people. Mm-hmm. They're the one throwing trash on the street. They're the one throwing trash upside my building. 
they're the one that's breaking in my bill. I don't have a problem with white people right now where I'm living at. Right. I live in a black area and I'm doing business in a black area. So my problem is young blacks and black people. So why would I bother the white folks? It's like the guy was complaining about the city, such the roadblocks in McDowell area, say they don't go out in the white area. I said the high crime area is where they at. Mm-hmm. Most of the murders are done in these South Jackson, these high crime areas. But you know, so why would you set a roadblock up out there in, in Madison somewhere when you got people obeying the law? Like I told a friend of mine, all them black streets you see in the street where people doing donuts and burnouts, that's a sign of lawlessness. Because people that care about property ain't going to do that. People that do that is a sign of lawlessness. And you see them in a lot of intersections in South Jackson where these guys that do burnouts and donuts right in the middle of the street. Right. To me, it's a sign of loneliness. People that don't obey the law or care the thing about the law. Well, you know, what you said about uh, when they asked the question, why don't they do this in white areas? See, that's the reason why we can't have good schools, why we can't have good government. You can always see the person who said that is the same as Michael who called here. That's been planted in their head that, well, if you ain't doing it to white folks, then don't do it. So we just have our communities collapse because they don't have any standards. And then people who have standards, when, they, when, when, when that same individual gets some money, he wants to go where? Where they got the standards. Out in move out of Jackson. And so I'm saying. I used to do the, mm-hmm. cut lots for the city of Jackson in, in these, some of these bad communities. Right. I clean up a lot before I could turn the, the bill in, somebody done dumped on it. You had people dumping garbage over the fence right next to your house. Why would you dump trash right next to your house? Just throw it right over the fence. Right. Right. That don't make sense to dump trash around your house like that. Just throw it over the fence like it's going to go away. And, see, you and that garbage attract rats and all kind of stuff. Just throw it over the fence. And you can't even, and again, you can't even say this to black Black folks get mad. Not all black people, but not enough who disagree with this stuff. Dude, we have a mess here. Our leadership is yeah. loafing. It's loafing. And that's being mad. You can drive down the street. Now that you know, had this flash flood and the ditches are full of water. You don't see nothing but trash floating on the water. It made me feel so bad that I had to ride through and see all that trash floating on top of the water. Because people throwing trash out in our neighborhood. We throwing it. it ain't white folks throwing it out. And Where it's, we live at, it's, it's black people. And you got that right. And guess what? We're the ones going in, the na- in, in their neighborhoods keeping it clean. Yeah. They pay us to come cutting in there and grass, keep everything clean. paying us to cut the grass. And they can do other things, but we won't do it in our own neighborhood. That's what I'm saying. We're... I picked up trash a couple of weeks ago. I just got a stick and went out there and started picking up trash mm-hmm. well, on the road because I just hate this. I try to tell my kid, you know, we live, you live over here. Mm-hmm. I said, but it's, you can keep your place clean and decent. Well, I had to ride down the road. I went on a road call in Madison one day. It was so nice and pretty. There was no paper. The street, the sidewalk was edged. Mm-hmm. Wasn't grass growing up in the medium or nothing. It was nice. And I said, why we can't have that over here? In South Jackson, we can't have it because we got all these folks saying that same thing. Well, why the what, man? Whatever. All right, brother. Look, I got to take a break, man. All right. All right, folks. We're back. Look, couple things. To the city inspectors and all these other folks down there, there's got to be a law on the books about these, fa- uh, not fast foods, but these uh, uh, convenience stores that don't get the garbage picked up and emptied. You ride by these stores and it's got two or three, I mean, the, gar- the dumpster is full and they got trash is dumped all around it. No, there's got to be, but see, you want to harass the people about how many 
uh, uh, stickers and signs they got in the window where people can't see in and can't see out, which ain't none of your damn business. If you get shot, you should have been strapped down. You were in Jackson. You knew that. But all this trash everywhere. All this trash everywhere. And yet, black people ain't interested in that. And I'm saying, dude, this, this ain't got nothing to do with racism. This is about proper home training. And y'all don't want to hear it. And then you want to, and then you wonder why people don't want to be around you. And then you depend on HUD, the federal government, to come in and sue communities to allow you to come in there with that riffraff mindset and behavior. People don't want this crap. You see the same thing with the churches. The churches are clear off land. To, I mean, make sure that their their facilities is good and clean on both sides and all around, and that's good. But bro, come on. Bro, we, we've got to do more. If we don't have anything else in the black community, we have labor. That was one of the things Minister Farrakhan talked about. And that, that, that was the line that got me to join the nation. He said there is no unemployment problem in the black community. He said there's an attitude problem because there's plenty of work to be done. But if we can't blame it on racism, we ain't going to do it. Well, this paper wouldn't be down if it wasn't for white folks. You know, white folks came through it 200 years ago. They left all this trash. <laughs> See, it's this foolishness. We're sitting on some of the most valuable real estate in this country, and yet we won't take advantage of it because we're so busy being angry, which takes me back to that message I want these pastors to produce and send to me. That sermon on righteous anger, scripturally based righteous anger, that you allow the enemies of your people to kinder and engender in them so that they will go to the polls and vote for the people that you took money for, from, and for to get elected. I want you to preach that sermon. Keep it 100, Reverend. See, you can't square this with the truth in any form or fashion. So you'll have Michael call here to run interference for your foolishness. Bruh, Michael ain't going to be there on that great getting up morning when you got to turn your palms up. You're going to turn your palms up and all them coins going to fall out. A fistful of dollars. Let's go to Dan. Dan. What's up, Dan? Yeah. You're on the air, sir. Yeah. <clears throat> How's it going? Yeah, I just kind of wanted to call and say something about that Mike guy. Uh, he's, you know, he's complaining that, I, I guess I guess his complaint is that you're not uh, offering up the same criticism of white people as you do black people, at least not in uh proportionate ways um but what what i want to say about that is we don't really need you to do that kim <clears throat> i can i can turn on fox news cnn cnbc any any media network and i can hear about how terrible white people are day long i can go to any school in mississippi or anywhere else in the country i can go into a classroom in a history class and i can hear about how terrible white people are constantly all the time yep. so from the, the experience of someone who is white uh living in this time in Mississippi, I ain't ever experienced white privilege. Growing up, for me, uh, sometimes you didn't know if there's going to be a next meal on the table. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know where any of that any of that crap comes from. I'm, I'm constantly bombarded and told how evil my ancestors are, how evil I am, uh, how I'm racist, how I'm this, how I'm that. Just none of that crap's true. Uh, but what we don't see on Fox News or we don't see on CNN or any of these other places. Is anyone holding black people accountable for the decisions that they make? Hello. That is, that is something ding, that ding, 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 ding. 
Yes, sir. That is that is something that you do, and that's a role that's very important for somebody to fill because nobody's doing it. You don't hear anyone saying that Chicago is in a, that a bad place because it's mostly black people running it. No one's going to say those words. No one's going to do that, and that has to be said or else nothing's ever going to get done, and it's not going to end bloody. And that's really all I had to say. Thanks, Dan. You're absolutely right. And not only nothing's going to get done, those of us who want something done, we're shouted down. For those of you who've been listening to this program, for those of you who've been listening to this program for a while, do you see I constantly have to fight with black people for us to have a better life? I mean, I got to literally fight with the Snowballs, the Thomases, the Michaels of the world, just so, hey, man, you know, with all, just forget, can we have a better community? No, man, see, man, you messing up my grind, man. You know, we got set-asides going up here. We got this going well, well, could you answer the 911 call? Nah, man. See, we black over here. Dude, I tell you, I promise you. I p- Matter of fact, we could do a, 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 what a reality series. Kim Wade and the Klan. Yes, sir. Every week I'm riding in on a white horse with a white cape on. KKK Kim. Breaking this crap up at the door. First person I'll be looking for, Michael Eric Dyson. He talk all that yang, yeah, blabbermouth. I got something for you. It's time to break it up at the door. Y'all full of crap. Plain and simple. I'm not anti-black. I'm anti-BS. Okay? Let's go to Master D. Yes, sir. Man, yeah. Man, you'll make more money if you go and do an exhibition fight. You, you you don't want to fight me, but we, we kind of buddies, so, you know. I'll fight chalk lines. Huh? I'll fight chalk lines, me and Mayor, the neighborhood watch guy. Who you want to fight? Can we do an exhibition fight? <laughs> yeah, man, whoever. Me anyway, me, me, and Snowball. I figure out why Donald Trump won't go get him a Robert Gibbs of the world, a Dennis Sweet of the world, and go ahead and do him a malicious prosecution charge and a civil suit. How you gonna have five investigations, nothing come up? Yeah, you gonna have five committee investigations, nothing come up. You've been a bidding man doing the same thing everybody else doing in New York and Florida. I mean, come on. How, how long you gonna make this man a target? I mean, then you got stuff going on in Ukraine, you got Biden in Ukraine. Then you're sitting the good old boys over there to go get the head shot off you crack. I mean, they won't even wake up your stupidity. You're getting played. You're getting used. I mean, you know, this thing is really getting sickening. It is. Fast forward to another thing. In the state of Mississippi, how you going <laughs> to build a, tell Jack State, you're going to build an $84 million, 60,000-man capacity state for $84 million, and it took a, a $100 million to rebuild the uh, Kiev Hotel. You <laughs> see how these smart PhDs of the world over at Jackson, man, you better multiply that by three. So that'll give you around about 84 times three. $240 million to build a stadium that, of that size. I mean, where they getting their education from? <laughs> Look, huh? bro, if it's going to be one of those set-aside stadiums, I'm going to set my butt at home. <laughs> I ain't going up in there. They got the thing sitting up on cinder blocks. No, 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 no. Look, man, I went down to 84 Lumber. Uh, that stadium, the Memorial I... Stadium cost $72 million to build in 19, what, um, 72? Mm-hmm. 
Come on, man. I'm a, I know the game uh, that you better multiply that by three with the inflation cost. They, man, they just playing around, going to do a $250,000 study. You're going to pay for $250,000 for somebody to tell you, this man, come on, y'all, y'all <laughs> PADs ain't working out because it seems like my deal a little bit smaller than that. But Donald Trump need to wake up and get smart and spend some of that money and file civil lawsuits and then try to say, this is malicious prosecution because. I agree. Well, look, we're up against a break, brother. We appreciate it. You're right. Uh, malicious you prosecution. Right. Hmm. We're back. Hey, look, just, just as a point, the bottom line is going forward, look, we, we shutting down all the BS. We're not going to pretend that black folks are serious about、uh, wanting a better life as far as the leadership they put over them. We do the same thing. We're not going to pretend that politicians in this country care about our health care because they've demonstrated they're not. We're not going to just be putting up with folks who are just openly lying to us. They've got a track record of being insincere, corrupt, and everything else. So the bottom line is they'll just have to be upset. Oh, you don't believe me? Oh, the first time you catch me cheating and you're going to throw it up in my face? Oh, I know now and I can't trust you no more. Yeah, that's the same thing I know. Idiots, let's go to Chris. Hey, man. Hey, man. I, I, I know you're short on time. I want to give a big shout out to all the listeners and all the sponsors that support you. Well, thank you, brother. But hey, that's what I was talking to a little friend today. And she was like, You need to quit watching Fox News. You need to quit. I'm like, Well, what do you watch? You know what she's watching.、Mm-hmm. I'm like, Go on Google stuff. Go on research on your own. Because, you know, she's sitting up there trying to tell me, You can't believe what they tell you. I don't believe nothing nobody tells me unless it comes out of the Bible. And then I'm going to go research it、mm-hmm. and make my decision. So if I don't follow your decisions, I'm wrong. Right. And, 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 and it's just like,、mm-hmm. but that call a while ago about listening. On the trash and everything. He needs to call back more. That was awesome to hear.、Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sad. It's sad because I don't, I don't know, Ken, what we're supposed to do. Well, you, know, you want to help everybody out and everything, but then when they, you don't go along, you like Pepsi, I like Coke. I'm not going to hate on you.、Mm-hmm. I'll drink a Pepsi with you. Might not like it, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll enjoy it you know, in fellowship.、Mm-hmm. Well, what, what we're going to do, we're going to stand. We know what's right. Our cause is right. We don't have to apologize. See, what they try to do is get you to second guess yourself. Well, what makes you so right? Hoss, we're still not doing what you're saying. I don't care. This is not you get to be right today and I get to be right tomorrow crap. You're right when you're right. If you go four or five days in the wrong, then you won't be right four or five days in the store. Just draw a hard All、right. line. All right, Kim. All right. Have a blessed night and be safe, brother. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. No, folks,、uh, um, I said in 2022, We're cutting the pie down the middle. There's too much at stake for us to keep lollygagging around, going along with this foolishness. And when they tear up our society, they make no apologies. What they have planned for us, folks, as far as the medical emergencies, they're going to go from one emergency to another. They've got something coming in the next couple of months, folks. And this whole notion that we've got to take vaccines forever and for life, vaccines provided by companies that have no liability. In other words, We're nothing more than those, those uh, 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 chickens and stuff they raise in the, uh, uh, on, on the raised floors. They never touch the ground. They're just there to be fed and so they can provide more money to the folks who are raising the chickens. 
or buying the chickens or whatever they end up, however they do the, the、uh, process. And that's what they're doing to us with these vaccines. They're going to keep us healthy enough to keep working to need the vaccines so they can get unfettered dollars. And I'm telling you, politicians, you need to take note. A lot of y'all won't be there come next election cycle. You won't protect us. We're going to protect ourselves. We make no apologies for what we have to do. But this whole notion that we're putting up with all these whining、uh, losers for all intents and purposes who can't pull their own weight, we're going, clean, we're going to pour some bleach in the gene pool. You people don't want to pull your own weight, and guess what? You don't have long for this world. So you need to pray to the God that I pray for and pray to that He have mercy on you and provide you with some manna from heaven. Because all I have is some Stacey Adams. Let's take a break. We'll be back in 22 hours. See you on the radio. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601 879 0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.